Oh, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter. And welcome back to another episode of Rare Fud Radio. We had some technical difficulties earlier this week, so we were not able to do live stream. And it's good to see people back in the chat. Uh, I hope you guys are having a fantastic week leading up to the holiday season. For some, it's already the holiday season. Um, and I'm just thankful for you guys. So today's show, we'll be going over market review. We'll be going over some market headlines, talking about pilots, talking about some other mints, talking about um, ABC absolutely going parabolic right now. And then we'll also be talking about D-Gods, Youth Rewards, kind of speculating on that. And finishing up with a Christmas wish list. Oh my goodness, that was hard for me to say. But yeah, we'll be talking about our wish list under 100 soul. If you were given 100 soul, what would you buy? It's going to be a ton of fun today. And joining me as always is my wonderful co-host, Dorian. Dorian, how you doing today, my man? Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Every day's a holiday. Back to be uh, back for another great episode. What, 36 episodes down, dog? We're just going to keep chugging along. That's right. It feels like just yesterday we started. And uh, man, you think about it, two episodes a week. uh, That means we've been doing this for 18 weeks now. Um, That's that's crazy. That's what? Yeah. Four months, four and a half months or so. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. I wish the market was having a little bit more fun, but, uh, you know, Solana keeps tanking and that's just a better buy opportunity. I agree, man. What, $11? $11, like we were expecting a Santa rally, but maybe Santa's just trying to have a present in disguise of like cheaper Solana prices, dog. <laughs> right, right. We'll, we'll see what happens with it, but uh, join with us on, as well as our third co-host. What is going on, Joe? How are we doing today? We're doing good. A little bit under the weather, but other than that, you know, it's freezing here, so it's, it's, it's as to be expected. When are you moving to Florida, Joe? Hopefully sooner than later, especially after <laughs> And come on down, dude. It's it's cold for us, and it's like sixty degrees. So, um, yeah, you come you come head on down. We'll take you down here. We'll get you a little bit warmer weather. We'll get you out of that that terrible northeast where you just get nor'easters all winter long. Um, dude, it's that worse. sounds miserable. That honestly it sounds is. terrible. Speaking, living from experience, I'm right there with Joe. I hate this shit, dog. Oops, sorry. I hate this stuff, man. It's the worst. I hate living in the Northeast. I hate living anywhere it's cold. My next goal is to move somewhere where it's like spring last summer year round. Right. Well, um, that's pretty much Jacksonville. I mean, we got a little bit of jury weather <laughs> right now. But, yeah, it's, it's a great day to have a great day. Um, we're going into the holiday season. We are in the holiday season for those that are celebrating Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Christmas, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. I don't know what you're celebrating out there, but I hope you're having a great holiday season. Let's get into today, though. We have some market updates. Of course, we're always going over our market updates. Uh, For total Solana volume, volume, we are close to 240K. 240K, that is absolutely chugging along. But again, just doesn't feel like we're having many movements, man. I mean, I'm looking at it. Um, Magic Eden at 78% market share, uh, Coral Cube and Magic Eden. They're, okay, I want to talk about this point too because when I saw this, they're at 12% market share and I have not seen any Coral Cube buys like at all. Um, I, I don't know if I'm just looking over there or, or missing stuff, but I don't see anything over there. They say it's an AMM over there too. I, I don't see uh, any pools or anything like that. What, what's going on there? Does anybody know what's going on with, with Coral Cube? I don't do no idea. <laughs> Joe, have you seen any activity um, on Coral Cube? No, nah, I know they're partnered with ME, but that's it. Yeah, it, they say they have 29k Solana volume over there, and I have not seen. I mean, like Soul Snipers integrated with it. Um, Hyperspace is. I, I don't see any listings or anything over there. I go on Coral Cube. I don't see a, any AMM pools, so I'm not sure where this volume's coming from. Maybe it's a TIEXO. Um, Oh, it, I'm just going to call it TXO. I'm going to call it TXO from now on. TXO, TXO is uh, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it TXO. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but maybe it's just a, a data backend issue. Um, uh, HadeSwap, which we will be getting into today. Uh, ABC has cooked lately, and I think it's off the, the hype that there is speculation of a Hades token. It, actually, I think it's more than speculation. I think they actually released it's, it's going to happen, but 
um, for ABC holders, for anybody who's used the platform. It's going to be interesting to see what happens over there. Um, they are now at 15K Solana volume, which is about a six and a quarter percent market share. So they're doing very well over there. And then finally, of course, we always talk about the one-on-one scene. Absolutely going off lately. Mm -hmm. um, 3,860 Solana volume. That is an all-time high for a 24-hour volume as far as I remember. So that is, I dude, the one-on-one scene is is yeah it's doing really well it's chucking right along so again i cannot stress it enough if you guys are not in the one-on-one scene this holiday season while solana is 11 per uh this might be a really good time art is the one of the things that has very i don't want to say very little downside but it is it, the people who hold it actually hold it and they don't they don't just paper hand it so if you're tired of the generative side where people are just paper handing everything you don't get that over in art so just something to keep in mind for this holiday yep. season. I want to kick it over to you, Dor, and then we'll go to Joe. How are you feeling about the market right now? Uh, I'm feeling uh, pretty good, man, all things considered. I don't trust the uh, all that volume that's going on. I just think that's wash trading, uh, just not primarily because nothing's pumping right now, like besides ABC. <laughs> so other than that, it's like the volume is a bit deceiving to me. Uh, but I do want to continue your point about the one-on-one -one side and just how the things tend to hold their value more on there. It's like we're starting to see, continue to see a lot of these well-known artists such as Scum, even uh, Basket from, from Fellas, High Blinks. Like we're, uh, a lot of people are continuing to pick up pieces in their collection. And even John Lay, I forgot about him. Why? Because it's like they know those individuals are going to be around. So even if you got to drop off 115 soul now to get into the, like, these communities, not only does it give you access to that artist, a great piece of work, but you're in a well-connected community that's going to continue to build throughout this bear market. And that's worth its weight in gold, in my opinion. It's, so you're picking up something for 115 now while soul's at the bottom? Give it a couple years, and I guarantee you that thing's going to be like 10x from what it was at this point. Even... Um, even if you do have a couple sales, but as you said, Bison, there's not like paper hands. So people aren't going to be like undercutting each other for this stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, the nice thing about art too, is that the buyers usually come to you. Like if they, if they mm -hmm. want something, I had somebody ding me the other day um, that was like, Hey, saw one of your pieces, really want to buy it. I'm not interested in selling it right now, but um, I was like, you know, hit me up in six months maybe i'll change my mind but i i have a longer time horizon when it comes to yep. art so it's it's been very nice so it's, it's cozy over there i'm i'm back in the one-on-one scene i've been bidding on stuff um and and i'm fine doing it i think i think we'll talk about it later today too but i think my investment thesis has just changed dramatically over the past Thanks. couple of days where um i've had a, i've had time to just kind of step back and and take a break from the market albeit i've had l's lately if you guys have been following the show or twitter um i i've been not on a great streak since uh about middle of the month so about a week or so just because i've been unplugged so we'll be talking about that today too l's are very important because it, it provides a learning experience and and knowing when to stop your losses but joe soul how do you feel about the market right now my man yeah man it's a you know it's a downwards trajectory right now it's holiday season santa rally usually comes later in january so this is this is you know just milling over we have to see how low we get here um and really test some of these true supports um one of one seems pegged to you know usd um a lot easier than a lot of these other pieces they seem to fluctuate in floor price and kind of stay to a more true price to usd i don't know maybe because it's easier as an art collector or where, you know, most backgrounds come from pegging things in USD there. That's been interesting to watch. And yeah, some utility plays obviously holding their holding their their floor price better than most. Um, then you see pumping happening in some plays that are just obviously holding most of the volume in the market, like lending and borrowing platforms and, and things like that. So yeah, it's been it's been it's been a while to watch this market. It's gonna be wild for it to take off once bull comes back, whenever it does. So it's cool to see both ends. Yeah. Yeah. I do. The price action of, of Solana just kind of looks, it, it's just been so bleh. You know what I mean? We're just, we are literally ranging and we have continued to range in this 11, you know, low 11s to, to 15 ish range since let's see, when do we enter this range? 
I think we talked about it off stream the other day. It was November 13th. It has been over a month. It is closing in on a month and a half of absolute boredom in terms of Solana price action. It's non-existent. And I, I, like, if you really want to look at it, yeah, that's actually like a 30% swing on all of those. Like, You can catch a nice rip up or a nice dip down, but it's just been so boring, dude. Like, <laughs> Break us out. Let's go to 20. Let's find our range high or something like that. I don't know what it looks like, but um, until Solana starts getting a, a better underlying asset value, trading NFTs just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm going back to the idea because the, the volume's there, but it doesn't feel like it. It feels like we're back in that 30K soul volume yep. period where not a whole lot's moving, man. <laughs> like it, it really doesn't feel like it. We have 240K soul volume, not uh, besides UGS, um, Utes and D gods have had a nice little bit of movement, but it's not like multiples. And when you get into NFTs, with it being so illiquid, um, on the generative side, you're looking for multiples, you know, mm -hmm. and and I just don't feel like we've had a good amount of plays. There are, I mean, ovals, um, yeah. Sharkify, and there's a couple of UGS. other a UGS. I mean, yeah, UGS yeah. is four X since mint, so kudos to them. I think we're just entering into like an NFT five meta, which we kind of brushed yes. on last episode. If for those that didn't see, we weren't live, but we did record the episode. Um, it is on YouTube, and it just feels like we're going into NFT fi. So if that's the meta, I'm fine with it because I love that kind of utility for bringing liquidity or momentum into the space. That's good. Maybe that's exactly what we need in this space. But um, I don't know, man. It just it's going back to that same thing where I'm like, dude, I don't feel like trading right now because it's just not worth the. Str I would rather work on projects or go back to selling real estate as my, my day hustle um, and, and do that more focused than, than focusing on NFT like trades and stuff. So that's, that's kind of my two cents. Um, you know, if I were to trade, I'd be going more on the ETH side, which we'll be talking about later today as well. But um, let's get into some headlines. Let's talk about some stuff. We do have pilots coming up, which Hopefully that's like another Utes where we get a nice little catalyst and things start moving again. And and at least we're getting multiples on some plays. Um, I don't know if it'll be as strong as Utes just because uh, yep. at least out the gate. I want to say at least out the gate because Frank's just such a good, he knows how to draw eyes to a project better than anybody else. I mean, that's why D gods and Utes have been top Solana volume for months and months and months it feels like i mean like i don't think d gods have ever left the tw top 12 um since their run-up so it it just feels like maybe we just need a catalyst maybe pilots is it i think they're going to do really cool things with pilots i think it is going to be a very cool project but um kind of want to kick it over to you door because you are our resident tayo expert um what's happening with scrap what are we doing with with raffles um and where do we think Pilots are going to go. Yeah, man. Pilots has been one of the most complex plays uh, in this market like for a while now. Uh, a couple months ago, we saw Scrap run up from what? I think we called it at 26 when we first started RareFud and it ran up to a dollar, then pulled all the way back to like it was hovering around that 60 to 70 range. And then the FTX stuff happened or no, the royalties thing happened. We saw it pull back to like the 20, 25 cent range to shoot back up. Man, and now it's back down again. It's just like, all over the place. So my scrap trades have gone less than desirable since we first talked about it uh, way, way back when. So right now, I think the play for pilots is you should have gotten a five liter oil. I don't know about picking a five liter at these levels because I think this might be the top or at least the range that pilots is going to settle out at after mint is at that 20 to 25 range, just because I like to base it off of half of their secondary collection, which is infants. So I can't really see them pumping to infant price or past it. So it's like, I'm just gauging it at half. And that's about right now. So when they first mint, we might see that FOMO pump to around 30, 35 optimistically. But uh, I wouldn't be looking for like large multiples on these things. And as Bison said, it's just not the market for it. It's like the most you can expect in this market is like a 2X, potentially a 3X. So <laughs> what I'm doing when in terms of raffles, uh, you can put in 295 scrap to have a chance of winning a pilot whitelist. 
so far, uh, 1,500 tickets have been sold, and there's 500 uh, whitelist spots available. So in my opinion, that's pretty good odds. So I put what I did, I, I had some scrap left over from my Gen 1 staking, which I no longer have my Gen 1 anymore because I rotated into SMB. But um, I took that scrap and put it all in raffles in hopes that I get more pilot mint because I have more confidence that pilots will pump than scrap will. Just because the low liquidity in the liquidity pool causes high slippage, tiles constantly dumping, not too sure what's going on in the price action. Price action like is really announcement dependent and like people dependent and like being so low, I don't know if it's going to get back up to 80 cents. So I'm just more comfortable taking a shot at trying to pick up a pilot list in raffles to make up my losses that I have taken on scrap by me trying to play scrap any longer. I'm not a TA expert like Joe, so maybe he can provide you more context of what's going on the technical side. Yeah, I it, scrap has been such a weird token yeah. compared to dust was so dust. straightforward. Yes. Um, and the price action was so much more exactly in line with what I thought was going to happen with it. Whereas scrap has just been so weird. I think it's because like Tyos control uh, scrap, right? Like they, they are basically scrap market makers because you stake for it, you get it. And then, you know, a lot of the people dump it. Uh, they, it's been notorious that, that Tyos dump their scrap on unlocks, but um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people held, or waited for this moment that they can kind of control the market. And when you have 2,100 of these gem ones versus, or 2,121, I think is, is the total number yeah. of them versus uh, 10,000 D gods or dead gods who are staking and earning the dust. I think there's just like, you're looking at about a, a fifth of the total number yeah. of NFTs that are actually earning this token. And maybe there's just like such a concentrated uh, amount of supply with the people that have held for forever and tios have been like you know you look at the number the number of days that those holders have held it's been a while like people don't really sell out of tio you can see at pretty much any given point there's only like one percent listed so it uh it just feels like the people that have been in the scrap play have been waiting for moments where they can kind of take advantage of, of the market and they they have the liquidity to either fill um, any sort of uh, inefficiencies on the the order book, and and really take advantage of it. So that's that would be my my personal thesis when it comes to scrap is that it's just more concentrated liquidity with them, and I think people take advantage of that. Joe, I want to kick it over to you because you are our resident TA guy, um, and what's happening with scrap? What do you, what's going on over there? Like, what are you seeing? Yeah, just like it's got a lot of sell pressure. A lot of people have a lot of scrap, a lot more than they need for their for their pilot list, or you know, if they had a Gen two buy or I mean, Gen one buy with the two two whitelist allocation incentive that they have up. Um, and also, I think it has like a weird fair market value at the moment because people don't understand Graphite and how that, that vesting schedule is going to work and how I know it's out, but people haven't taken the time to actually read it. And um, they, and, it, and it explains how percentage-wise it'll unlock and how you can stake it for more APY. And I think the fair market value isn't catching up yet because people are just playing it based off of the raffle. And then the raffle came out. I don't think people really fully understood that you can get your full scrap back. So it's just a lot of sell pressure there because I think a lot of retail investors bought with the hype of it going straight to 80 cents or a dollar. And then it didn't. And then they get scared. And then whales ride off of that and want to get off, you know, thousand to two thousand scrap at any point. They just keep dumping it like that. So, I think we'll find a cool little fair market. Honestly, at this point, I, I, my my scrap trade is you know failed. So I'm honestly yeah. just gonna chalk it up to the game and I'm gonna mm -hmm. shard it to graphite and see how it goes. I I yeah, think no. that's I think that's a really interesting point, Joe, because I've always viewed um, fair market value of of scrap is 40 cents to me because that's what the IDO was like. That's what, that's what investors got in at was their price was 40 cents per graphite. So I'm, I'm sitting there like if it converts one to one, like, yeah, technically there's, there's more graphite. So there's way more supply of graphite. Like I think it's like 50 to one um, in terms of supply ratio, but um, that it's still like investors bought in at 40 cents. Now, granted, uh, investors also bought in at at dust at the top like the tippy top so that doesn't mean anything but if you want like i think investors have a longer time horizon and if you want to get in 
at a good price. 40 cents is the fair value to me. That's what investors got in at. So that would be my, my personal sentiment. Um, I don't know if anybody has any contrarian views on it, but I, I think pilots will print. I think, I yeah. think it will do numbers. I think pilots is going to be so cool because this is going to be the first project that Tom hasn't derugged. Like he's got it from the ground up. He's got to do it with his team. He got to do it his way. And I think people are going to sleep on pilots, but they're going to do. I, I really do think the gamification that's going to go on over there is going to be next level. And I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm so excited that my boy Manny is one of the faction leaders. Like I'm going yeah. to ape into his faction. We are going to take over, but um, dude, it, it's going to be fun. I honestly think pilots will bring fun to Solana NFTs. Yeah. That's a great point that you bring by uh, Bison is that the fun aspect of pilots and the gamification that that brings might actually pump the price more than I initially thought. Uh, my price horizon was more so like immediately post mint, but not even in the long term. I didn't even factor that in surprisingly for me. But yeah, I like maybe they could pass up infants depending on like the fun aspect side of things. Uh, that it integrates because there's nothing that people like more, especially now in a bear market, is something to do and something that you can earn money doing because I know pilots will have missions where they're able to earn graphite. So if you're going to do these things anyway uh, and earn some money while doing it, why not? Yeah, so you're right, Bison. They might really pump hard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, 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 think, I think there will be – it'll be more of a, a medium-term play, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like it, it won't be something that just happens overnight – um, until we start getting some release of like what the features are of the gamification process. But I saw a snippet and it looks like they made almost like a game and unreal engine. Like it looked crazy. So um, we'll see again. I trust Tom. This is the first project that he's had from the ground up. And so I, that alone is, is intriguing enough for me to want to play pilots and I'll save a lot of liquidity for it. But um Yeah. Let's go into our next point, though. Let's go into our next headline. Let's talk about nittables. Um, I, I mean, we we did kind of say it on our show. I'm I'm sad it wasn't a live stream because I, I and I even counter traded myself. I I saw how much movement there was there, and I was like, oh, I gotta buy some of these. And I bought in around like seven and a half and nine soul. Um, and they are they are like below six right now, dude. There was thirty percent listed last time I checked. Um, if we go to hyperspace and we check out nittables, um, we can see how many are listed, but it, uh, dude, it's at 5.65. Um, granted, granted, there's only 2,300 listed now instead of 3,000. So that's good. Listings are going down. Maybe that's a, a bullish sign, but, um, dude, they're, they, they didn't do nearly as well as I thought they would. I thought they would go to double digits and just kind of like hover at like 10, which is slightly above public mint. Um, I, I thought there was going to be a dip down and I would buy on the dip down. That's why I got 7.5. Um, but I, they're staying below mint. Like they're staying below yeah, white mint. And um, we kind of called it on the show. I just counter traded myself again. Um, so I don't know. There's going to be airdrops. It does sound like they're taking a Klano's approach. They did have an AMA yesterday in their discord. So there will be airdrops, but um, this is this one. I just want to, point out this is not the level of clanosaurs um clanosaurs is i the thing with clanosaurs and i think it was a really good point salami mommy made it e-money made it in the dojo by the way pick up a cyber samurai so you can join the dojo chat um so you can get all of our insights because we do we do live takes there but um the thing with nittables is the floors look so bad and the rares look so good in my opinion i think that's like the opinion pretty much across the board is if the floors look good, like with Clanosaurs, I think they all look good. Like all of them. I, I go in there. I'm like, oh, I want a funny expression. And I really like Triceratops more than anything else. So I go in there and I find a funny expression, Triceratops. Um, I don't really look at the rarity. Whereas with this, I, you can clearly tell the rares look so much better than the floors. And I think that's a huge, I, I, it's a point to make. Um but I want to kick it over to you, Joe. What do you think about Nittables? Did you make a play or or did you just like say, nope, not touching it? There's other plays to make. I saw his voice move. Yeah. My mute. There you go. I'm sorry. My mic, <laughs> mic on the back is just, you know, being a Mac. But no. Yeah, it's something I've just been watching from the sidelines. Honestly, I'm not trading at the moment. I've got 
not adding any more money to the market. I have all my plays set up that I want to play right now. Um, had SPL plays, you know, they didn't play it out, so I'm just going to roll them in the graphic, like I said. Dust I still have. And then all my swing plays, you know, and I, I am thinking about the more and more uh, I'm looking at the market, is cutting, like, literally all my plays and buying more Utes and D-Gods and just having my D-Gods and Utes and my Tayo and then just chilling for a while because it has been a long year. And, and, and the macroeconomic market, I know you people can be contrarian, but everybody's kind of in agreement it's going to be a really crappy year, especially in the beginning, Q1 to Q2. So I don't expect anything, like, really enormous to happen for us anyway. So I'm just kind of probably looking to stash my soul away and just chill for a while. Yep. Yo, I couldn't agree with that sentiment even more. Like, that's why I've been so – and I think we can talk about, like, changes of investment thesis uh, going for, uh, later on in the show. I know Bryson mentioned that earlier on. But I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. So let me hit on Nittables first. Local – or the local uh, boy of ours, Cyber Samurai holder, awesome dude, came out with a thread that I read over about the Nittables uh, AMA that they had yesterday. And it's kind of like what Bison was saying – uh, how OK Bears kicked off <clears throat> this flow of liquidity into the market, uh, like what back in April, May. Um, then we saw projects like Hello Panther come out and Great Goats, and those did pump. They did like a two to three X. However, <clears throat> the market environment is completely different from what it was back then. There's a lot less liquidity in there. Everything's down bad. So when we see these plays that try to feed off the momentum of something similar, so in this case, Nittables trying to feed off that momentum that Clanosaurus had, it just doesn't work out the same. Uh, yeah, and we're kind of foreseeing that. Even Nittables is like, oh, we're going to do the same playbook as Clanosaurus. Well, guess what? Just because you say you're going to do an airdrop, that's not going to increase demand for your project because your floor is already below mint. Why is anybody going to hold this thing? It's like, to get an airdrop for a, pri a project that's already down. You get what I'm saying? It's like, wow, when Clanosaurus did the airdrop, they did it in such a way that was really new. It brought excitement to the ecosystem. Now, Nittables just looks like it's copy trading everything Clanosaurus did, but in a budget way. So I don't really see how this project is going to do in the future based on uh, the thread from the AMA last night. It just seems kind of generic and cookie cutter. Wow, like if you want to get into a play for to support an animated film, there's other things out there that I probably have more confidence in, such as Clanosaurus, because um, what cabin cabin cab animation is just like OG in the space, and like I have more faith in him than no offense against the team of Nittables, but it doesn't seem like they're too Web three native, and a lot of their teams are from Harvard and trying to leverage that in the ecosystem, and that doesn't necessarily work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, dude. I I I kind of just looked at it when I as soon as I bought, um, you know, I was I was hoping they go up. Then just listings piled up, and and now I'm kind of trapped where I'm like, I think we found a bottom. Listings are going down, and I think I'll just hold and try to you know get back to break even. If we go below five, I'll just I'll I'll cut my losses. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, this isn't a play I'm excited for. Like, I, there's there's nothing in here that I'm like, wow, this is gonna be cool. Whereas, click. Clanosaurs did so good at measuring and spacing out the events they have going on, right? So <clears throat> they did the clay makers drop. Then we got clay coming here soon. It sounds like this will relate to the classes of your Clanosaurs. And then there's going to be gamification. There's going to be raids within Clanosaurs. Um, they have the talent and the team who are Web3 native, or at least some of them are, so they can guide the ones who aren't. And I just, I, I'm looking at it like this is this is why Clanosaurus to me has so much more upside, um, just just so much more. And I think uh, we'll continue to see it throughout the this uh, Clanosaurus feels like a way safer, way safer medium term mm -hmm. hold. Um, I want to see how the gamification plays out. Anitables was always going to be a short term play for me, and it didn't play out, and and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like I, we we take our L's here. That's okay. Um, and I'm going to move on, but um, yeah, I, I, let's touch on investment thesis because while we talked about it, I, I, I do think it's important to talk about because mine has changed uh, yeah. pretty drastically because I'm, you know, I was mm -hmm. so against going to blue chips because I was like, well, you know, if, if soul pumps, if we go to $40, are they really going to hold like their 154 for, for Utes or um, 400 for D gods or anything like that? And now I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, 
who cares? Uh, are these lower plays even going to hold their floors um, yeah, in the short term? Mm-hmm. And and it's just like, I probably not. Um, yep. <laughs> probably not. I I look at some of these like, yeah, I think I think Lotus and Lily will eventually. I think they have enough of a roadmap that um, you know they'll they'll come out with some stuff that'll prop up their floor, or get them above double digits again, and and that feels fine with me. UGS, some of these NFT five plays that we talked about, mm-hmm. I think I'm confident in those. Um, Remnant Cyber Samurai, I think you know Remnants is. I I got a hold of of the game demo for the mobile app, and I gotta say, um, dude, it's it's so good, and it's just the alpha too. Um, it'll make things so much easier, and it'll it'll really lead us into how we want to onboard like 100k monthly active users, you know, and and that I think that's what gets me going with it. But um, other than that, dude, I'm looking at all these like, why not just because here's here's the thing is with these blue chips, I can then take loans out if I do feel like there's some lower um, items that I want to. I can take loans out against them. Yeah, I'll have to pay a little bit of interest over 14 days, but I can make those plays if I want to. And then, you know, as soon as I'm in and out, just like that, I, I take those profits. I get to hold them. I pay off my interest and my loan and I make the money still. And, and I can still hold my blue chip. It could be a loan asset. So as NFT Fi still ramps up, it just feels like a better play to me, dude. So I'm 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 right there with you, Joe. Um I'm I'm even thinking about liquidating, you know. Again, I, I got funded for it on uh, as far as my whales go. Think about selling the three whales I bought. Um, I'll sell them at a loss just to get liquidity. I'll probably sell, you know, like half of my lily and lotus bag because I think I hold six of each. So I'll, I'll just chill on three. Um, I may sell a claynosaur. I may sell a clay maker. I'll take all that liquidity going to a ute, a, a d god, a tayo, one of those three most likely. Maybe an SMB if I find one that I like and the price goes low enough. But um, I, I think those are really the four that I'm looking at. Um, ABC too. Uh, we can talk about ABC, but I, ABC is a little bit more of a risky play in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I, I think I'm right there with you, Joe, like investment thesis has changed. I can use blue chips as collateral for loans and take out liquidity if I need to, to make those plays get in and out of them and swing in swing trades and then hold the blue chip that I know is still going to be around in a year. Yep. Dog. I'm like completely in agreement with both of you. I was in a space with Salami earlier and like we we're both talking about like right now isn't me trying to stack soul because there's no active trades going to the point where I'm like you can easily flip soul to stack it. It's like the risk reward isn't there. We got mints going for like seven to eight soul per mint. There's way more downside than there is upside. So instead of me trying to fumble around, hopefully get that pump to make two or three soul while investing eight to 10, I'm like, no, man, I'll just in, rotate my capital uh, into these top tier projects that are going to be around in a year or so. Because it's just like, why am I holding on to these new mints that are minting out in a deep bear, don't have any idea if they're going to be able to make it in the next six months, let alone two years. So it's like, if I'm like trying to be in this space, I want my capital to be somewhere where like, I'm pretty confident that this is going to be around by the end of this bear market. And as you said, Bison, I'm not the one to take loans just because I messed around with leverage in the past, got wrecked, don't want to do it anymore. But if I did, at least I have that SMB to take out some good capital on to uh, do quick flips if I needed to. Also, it's like I'm getting rid of my other like lower tier and mid tier stuff. I like Catalina Wells a lot, but no offense against them. I've been looking to to liquidate that as well, potentially, even if it's a loss. I'm looking a lot, liquidate a lot of my other stuff and continue to rotate capital into collections such as D-God. That's probably my next goal is to pick up a D-God, but uh, actually that's my follow goal after supply chain boxer, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, I'm looking to pick up another one of those so I can get an R and Paul first, then rotate into D-God. But just like back in these projects that will be around long-term is my whole key right now. I'm not looking for swing trades. I'm just trying to DCA in the soul and rotate in the blue chips. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, Joe, you have anything to add to that? Because I, I think you're, you're right. It's just finding those high conviction plays and, and chilling right now while, while Solana is just down. Um, and if Solana movement doesn't really have, like I said, um, I've been saying this on spaces for the past couple of days where my best soul trading month was last month. I made like 550 soul. Um, and, but I, I mean, like you can clap door and, and I appreciate 
the like it was it was awesome it was a great that's, feeling that's but fire, dog. If, if you if you look at like soul value um right now that's less than six grand and so yeah. that took so much like time and effort mm -hmm. and i was swinging mm -hmm. trades mm -hmm. whereas one i could have just hold held my noun you and been chilling right now um and made pretty much the same amount of profit yeah or yeah. um or i guess profit on paper right it's not really true profit but um or I could have been focusing on real estate and uh, six grand in a month is less than half of an average home sale here. So it's like I could have just sold one home and made twice as much money. And it's just it's going back to that opportunity cost. We talked about it in previous episodes, but um, I don't know, man. I, it's just it's getting to a point where just find your high conviction plays again. We're going back to that that same June, July mindset where it's like nothing's going on in the market. We're not having those 10 X's overnight which is really where the money was made, even in, in $12 solar, whatever. Um, we're just not seeing them right now. And, mm -hmm. and so why bother? Just find your high conviction plays. We'll make our two X and then hopefully it, it marks the market with soul value. And we'll go from there. Um, Joe, anything to add to that? Nah, man, you guys covered it up pretty dang well, my <laughs> friends. Um, yeah, man, it's just not a time. It's too, you can't trade with volume. The only people making money are people running AMMs and bots. That's who's running the market right now. So you'll get chopped up if you're just doing it manually, refreshing like most people are. Um, if you are going to do it, get yourself a good bot, like Soul Rarity or some, something like that. Not financial advice, but like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it and advantageous to yourself. Um, but other than that, I'm looking to, yeah, probably another D God or Ute here. Um, in the next couple of days, I'll probably pick up one. I'm not. I'm actually eyeing a couple right now. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna list some stuff today. So it's just not worth. It's not time effective for me. I'm not really spending much time anymore. Like Bison said, just, dude, I'm not spending a hundred hours a month just to make six k or whatever it is. You yep. know, like yeah, I can I can make yeah. that somewhere in Web two doing something. You know, at two x that. So well, and and then you can bring that liquidity. That's exactly what we need. We need to stop yeah. cycling liquidity. We need to bring exactly. new liquidity in. And yep. like, if I can bring real estate sale liquidity into the market, that's what we need right now. It's not just you know, taking advantage of bozos and, and, you know, market selling uh, NFTs against each other in this PVP market. Um, it's just not, it, it's not time effective for anybody. So I do encourage you, if you're listening to this, um, stay in the game, stay in your yeah. communities, find your communities that you just vibe with. And then like, honestly, sounds crazy, but I, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm plugged into cyber samurai and remnants. I will find one blue chip. I really like, um, and I may rent them. You know, you can rent most of the the blue chips through Cardinal Labs. For those that aren't listening, you can actually do that. Like you can rent an SMB to see like how the Discord is and everything like that, um, and get a pass there, and just kind of see which community you like. Because right now, community is the best thing you can uh, do yep. because they'll alert you to plays or alpha or anything like that. So that would be what I recommend. Not financial advice. None of this is. We're again bozos trading JPEGs. So. Um, Take it with a grain of salt. Joe, you did talk about D gods and Utes. This brings us to our next point before we go into our Christmas wish list. Let's talk about D gods and Utes rewards. I want to know have you heard anything on what they are going to be? Because um, we're getting close. We're about three days away. They're supposed to unlock on Christmas. So for those that have been staking their Ute with Ute points and all that good stuff, um, and D gods with their D god points as well as dust, there's still dust emissions until. Do you know when it ends, Joe? I think it's coming up soon. It's like March, maybe? Yeah, I think there's only like 30 days left, maybe, even before March. But yeah, I think yeah. right on there, Bison. But yeah, points, I mean, it could be a, a, um, you know multiple things. I do think, I think you'll be able to mint probably the new collection or, or something in points, I'm guessing. Um, they're going to be very, they want people, I think, to loan out points, you know, people that needs per se 30k points they don't have it they can lock it up for 30 days or whatever and get those points right then but obviously you're paying it back through time staked not through points itself you still accumulate your points in the back end you're not paying back points but just through staking um which is soft it's right in your wallet still it's not like you're you know what i'm saying but you would have to lock it up unfortunately but that's the whole thing about like a lending or loan service so i think that's pretty cool too but i think There'll be rewards in a Web2 fashion with really cool brands and such that hasn't been done yet. Like They're really going to cross that border there, I think. So I think that'll be really cool to see with sponsorships. 
who they can tie down. Um, Christmas Day should be the keynote um, for Dust Lab, so that'll be interesting to see them lay out everything. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think it's just a, it's such a safe play. Like, where are D Gods and 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 Utes gonna go? You know, they're not going anywhere. And they've yeah, been on. I mean, the team, that's their job is to work on this project every day. A lot of these founders are one guy, one or two guys. They can only do as much as they can, right? Their whole job, these young kids, is to like, oh, just work on D Gods every single day and use every. I'm already paid. I know what my set. All of them are set salaries, guys. They're all making 120K. Like, they all have set salaries. Like, it's, it's, they, that's their job. And like, if you're going to hedge your soul and you don't want to swing trade, why not put it in um, a, a project where you can just say, all right, at least this is their job, right? To really, like, they don't have a side hustle. That This is their full-time job. So that's what my idea is when I'm, I'm stashing a thousand plus soul into an ecosystem. Yep. Uh, I'm, I couldn't agree more. Um, couldn't agree more. So, uh, I think, I think they're definitely going to make some sort of ETH drop that will be rewardable with points that you can get at least whitelist to. Maybe they do, have a mint that you have to have the points in order to get the pass and then you mint an ETH and it, it may be minimal or something like that, but they do got to make money. And what's the best way to make money right now is, is through mints. So I wouldn't blame them if they did have a mint cost when it comes to ETH. Um, but at the same time, dust labs, I mean, I remember um, they, they were on the show. It was on hyperspaces stream and lollipop and, and Frank were hashing it out, which by the way, bullish on streams that hash it out because Twitter beef is just so misconstrued until you get on on stream and you're actually able to talk to people. Um, so I'm, I'm bullish on that. But they did talk about it. And and Frank was like, yeah, we made like 600K off of Dust Labs products. Um, so, so they're already making revenue, you know, and, and I think a lot of these projects that are low key making money like remnants. We do have two clients um, that we provide bespoke uh, stuff for. Um, or path protocol that is making money through different projects. Um, those are going to be the ones that outlast the market that continue to have runway and um, D gods ain't going nowhere. And Tayo isn't either. I think that's why, you know, I'm, I'm like the lore and mystery of what graphite is going to be. If that's going to be the new Metaplex standard is what is kind of pulling me over to the Tayo side. But like D gods is a safer play. Um, they just have so much attention and volume to them. And then SMB has the historical value and the community, right? It's it's just like the community to be a part of. And I think those will be my plays if I do go into a blue chip. Yeah, um, it's smart. And the social sentiment, to add one more thing, Bison, is the fact that like when you're on ETH spaces, they're literally the top ETH spaces, like influencers, are mocking Frank and D-God. Like the social sentiment is there on both sides for D-Gods as well. That's the one thing that they have going for them, whether it be negative or positive. Their name is out there for a whole nother echo chamber, right? With Tayo, it's like that needs to happen for them. They need to get that push to the other echo chambers because they have what's they obviously have the juice for it, but it's just they don't have that social sentiment yet. And Frank and the DGAS team were almost memeable in effect to where that actually works to your to your advantage, you know. So I think that's another thing, like and with like the D Lab streams and such like that, I think more more teams should be transparent like that because we need that in the market with Bear, right? Because you'll have much to trust. At least you could trust. All right, this is what they're doing. You feel part of the process. So I I do think little nuances like that are slept on, and they're very easy for projects to do. Like if you aren't bull crapping around with your time, why not show a couple hours of work and POW? You know, proof of proof of what you're actually doing for your for your team. So I think people can take a little tip from that. Yeah. I, I do think they're doing everything right, even if the market doesn't think so in the short term. Um, they they will eventually find out that it was the best thing for their holders and team and everything like that. So um, hard to not be bullish on Frank and Co. I did get to meet them briefly while I was dying in Art Basel. Um, I know Dor and the rest of the um, the No Fluff team got to talk to him a little bit more extensively, but uh, he was just... He he wanted the best for his community like that. And I think that's all you can want out of your founder. So hats off to him. I do think D gods and, and Utes will continue there. They're seeing a nice little pump. They're back above 150 yeah. for Utes and um, we're above 400 the other day. I think they dipped a little bit below now, but uh, holding up steady in this market. And I think that's all you can ask for from your blue chips. So without further ado, 
Let's get into some fun stuff, guys. Um, I want to talk Christmas wish list. If you were given a hundred soul by Solana Claus, um, old old soul Nick, uh, then what would you buy? Because I'm I'm curious. Now we can go into different increments too. We can go into five hundred because um, if we are changing our investment thesis, then you know we do need to talk about blue chips we want as well. well let's start out on a hundred soul. If you had a hundred soul budget and you got a wish list going. What would it be? Let's go with Dorian first. Then we'll go with Joe. Then I'll talk about my list. All right. Do you want to give a? You want to give the why to as well? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It. So I'm going to pick up one supply chain voxel, eight cyber samurai, and two sush. Right now, uh, supply chain voxel. We got Iron Paul game coming up. We just saw Adam put out a trailer for uh, all the different um, all the different traits that IPG has. And they look sick, man. We recently saw as well, Trump NFTs run up to 0.88 ETH. People were looking for something on ETH. Adam's making all the right moves to like make sure R and Paul gang is a success. And I think picking up one supply chain voxel, which is around $700 right now, plus mint cost is going to be about an ETH total investment. But I think this thing can at least 2 to 3x from this point, man, post mint. I really think Iron Paul is going to print, dog. So picking up a supply chain voxel is a no-brainer in, re in that reason. Uh, going to Cyber Samurai, I'm the damn chief operations officer on the team, so I'm betting on myself. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming up in the uh, Q1 2023. Um, we got a couple more airdrops with Sush because I was like, oh, let me pick up a lot of Sush. But I'm like, wait, no. I'm like, I know how many airdrops we have coming. So I'm like, I'll just pick up Cyber Samurai and that'll compensate for the 50 suits that I was going to sweep anyway. So <laughs> I'm already going to pick up that uh, and I'm super pumped for what we have coming. And then the remainder, I have, can use it for like two more suits. So yeah, that's my place. Uh, one supply chain voxel, eight Cyber Samurai and two suits. Fair enough. Right. Dor, why wouldn't you get the six suits um, for the airdrop again? Well, I know how many airdrops we have left, so it makes more sense to just pick up Cyber Samurai because I'm going to get the Sush for free. Alpha. There we go. Yeah. Boom. You guys <laughs> asked for it. There it is. Um, Joe, I want to kick it to you because uh, all of your conviction plays, Utes and D-Gods and Tayo, are above 100 soul. So if you had 100 soul, what would you spend it on? Yeah, man. So I'd get an infant... Start off with an infant, probably. I'd grab an ovule owl. I'd grab a lily and lotus pair. I'd grab a net runner, throw that in the bag. Um, that would leave me roughly 10 to 15 soul, I think. I'm not. I'm doing this on top of my head. I'd probably right around 10 to 15 soul. Um, and then I'd probably some, play some underground stuff, man, like uh, UGS and these other plays that have some maybe legs, you know, under 10 soul or under 15 soul, and I'd throw a bag in there. Then I throw a couple sold just for transaction fees and such, just in the wallet to have. That'd probably be my my picks, brother. Yep, I I agree with that. I I was I was wrestling back and forth. So, um, again, this kind of turned into like what team we're a part of, Shill. So, uh, <laughs> right, CS um, definitely is in the bag. I want one Cyber Samurai. I did say six Sush, but after hearing Dorian, um, maybe I'll just change it to two Cyber Samurai or something. I don't know. Um, one rem, two camps that leaves me at about 32. Um, UGS is definitely on there. The reason being is kind of what we talked about in previous episodes. They are going to have core come out, um, in January, it sounds like. And so I will save the remaining amount in order to put a down payment on any sort of blue chip I want. And then I have the upside of that down payment. So, um, you know, if I buy a, a Tayo, if Tayo starts ripping because Graphite's goaded and um, Pilots comes out and it absolutely melts and people want a part of, you know, the Gen 1 collection of that, then I can put some down payment on that, still have some leftover to make those payments until that play plays out. So probably going to be what I do. If I wasn't going to play the core play, I'd probably just get either an infant or wait for supply chain boxel monkey to drop to 60. I would hope it does, but it still seems to be holding about a mid 60s floor right now. So if it drops to 60, I can buy it. If it doesn't, um, I'd probably just go with an infant. And that would be probably my layout of it. I was tempted to put in Liberty Square and Hollow pairing um, in there just because I know Liberty's cooking up stuff. They are trying to go cross chain. 
Um, tempted to put Lily and Lotus in there. Um, just that one to one pairing, like Joe said. Um, I was also tempted to put a Clanosaur, a Claymaker in there as well, just because I'm very curious to see what they build out and they seem to have strong sentiment behind them. But think my original plan is probably going to be what I go with on 100 Soul. So we got uh, our plays there. Let's 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 crank it up to 500. Let's crank it up to 500. I want to see what you guys do. Um, Joe, I would imagine that probably leaves you at a D gods and you. Um, if I had to guess, um, that, that might be a little over 500, but I'll give you the leeway. I'll let you explain though. If you want to do something else, I'm just making my prediction. Yeah, no, I definitely, if you let me get that brother, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. Easy. He's like, I got that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figured it would be as much that it does total out to be just over 500. The last time I checked, um, yeah, D gods is at five or three ninety, and then uh, Utes is at one hundred and fifty. So I'm actually going to take that back, Joe. Since it's over, it's it's five forty. That's like forty soul over. Santa Claus isn't feeling nice. What would you buy instead? I would go two Utes. That would put me at three hundred, and then you said five hundred, right? Yep. Yeah, I'd grab a Tayo and then a probably a Tayo infant. Okay. If I could sneak that in. Boom. I think I think that sounds right to me. I think that sounds right to me. Um and I think that sounds fair. I think that's exactly what I figured you would alternate to anyways, but just had to throw you uh, a loop. Dorian, what do you got yeah. for five hundred soul? I'm picking up another SMB, man. Uh, I want to have uh, the ability to sell into that pump when it ever eventually comes. And two Tayos. I wanted to do, I was thinking about D guys, but I like, I don't have enough time available to continue to be in all these different discords and contribute to the community as much as I would like. So I want to be able to have some upside passively. And I think Tayos is the best way to do that. So another SMB and uh, two Tayos. Okay. I agree with those plays. I, I like those a lot because I thought about doing that as well. However, um, I got out of my Ute at 150 thinking they were going to go lower. They did go a little bit lower. Did not hit my 120-ish range that I was hoping that would get to. So I'm revenge trading. We're back in the Utes. We're back in hey, the Utes. We're, grab, we're grabbing one Ute. Um, we're going to go with Atayo as well. And then from there is the question because um, Atayo right now – 145. 145. So that's just the, the amount left over is just under an SMB. So here's the play. I think with the with the rest, I'm gonna go Claynosaur. I'm gonna go two times Claynosaur, two times Claymaker. Um, that puts me at about 60 right there. So we're looking at um we're looking at about 360. I have 140 left over. I'm gonna go supply chain voxel monkey, even at the current prices, yes. still like them a lot. Um, mm -hmm. man, if I, I wish half a voxel monkey could be my answer for 500 soul, but, um, it, it's not. So that's, it is what it is. And then we're looking at, let's see, 360, um, 420. I have 80 left. 80 left is a lot. And there's a lot of different things I can do with it. Um, I think I still want to go with the Lily Lotus pairing here. I want to get a cyber samurai. I want to get a remnant, two camps. That puts me about 20 left over. Grab the Underground Society. I still got a little bit of liquid left. I'll hold on to it. Maybe I'll grab some scrap just to see if I can get into a raffle. Boom. 500. Hey. Sounds like a good $500 pick or 500 sold pickup, man. <laughs> Bro, it's basically $500 right now. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Oh, dog. <laughs> It's so um, bad. You know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's a good play. <laughs> it makes me right. wish Santa actually give 500 soul. I'd be like, appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm also tempted to, if, if we wanted to do something different than the cyber samurai and the suit, basically all I did, yeah. um, the Lily and the Lotus for the hundred, I would actually be tempted to, and I know this sounds, I don't really mention them too much, but I would be tempted to grab a jelly rascal. Um, oh. there's, and there's, there's a reason for it. I, I keep seeing Carlos. Carlos has so much money. Um, Carlos seems to have an infinite amount of money. This man just like left 1.5 mil in his trading account and was like, man, I lost 1.5 mil. Dude, I would be absolutely losing my mind. Even, I don't care how mm -hmm. much money he has, but apparently he has a lot. 
Um, if you have a lot of money, you have a lot of runway for your project. And this dude's buying mutants. This dude's buying board apes. This dude is continuing to add value to his holders. And so I don't, I don't want to fade Jelly Rascals. If I'm given 500 soul, yeah. I would look towards Jelly Rascals. And that would be um, just kind of a wild card pick for me. But I'd lean yeah. towards the Lily, the Lotus, the things I know, right? And the Jelly Rascals would just be kind of a lure play. But um, yeah. That's it. I, I feel you on that one. It's just like, I know you're like, oh, the hundred soul kind of turned into a shill our own projects. But at the same time, it's like we pick things we know. So yeah. I'm willing to bet on myself than venture off where on things that I have no control over, especially in this market. But yeah, Jelly Rascal is a good one. And speaking of like tons of liquidity or at least good founder is like uh, monkey baby business, man. Those things uh -huh. freaking took off, dude, after Finn took over, man. What? Like, I don't even know the floor. I think I caught them at 30. I know we had b Lou, a Cyber Samurai holder. He went huge into freaking uh, monkey baby business when uh, they were like, they were pretty low, man. Pretty yeah. low. And they're sitting at 88 soul now. So, yeah, dude. Yeah. I um, I mean, if we can go back to November prices, dude, my, my laundry list would be long, right? Um, oh, yeah. At November oh, yeah. night, flash crash. Um, I mean, the best performing asset since then. <laughs> has now been ABC. I mean, yeah. and we want to look at hindsight. Um, mm -hmm. Famous Fox is another one I'd like. I don't own any Famous Fox. I don't own a ABC. I'm not buying ABC at 99 soul. That sounds a lot to me, but that community is decentralized. It's strong. They have ABC Ventures now, Haiti Swap, Haiti's tokens coming out. Like, there's a lot to like over there that I just didn't, I wasn't aware of. DJM Fat Cats um, also had a nice little pump from its lows. I oh, would yeah. look that they're way too. 30? Yeah, they're they're at thirty five now, um, and I would I would look at that. I would look at that all day. I, I do think uh, DJ and Fat Cats. I mean, DJ and Coin Flip is just one of those plays that continues to pay out. So, mm -hmm. um, if you want passive income, I mean, look nowhere else besides that. So, I don't know. There's there's some plays like if if I'm not shilling stuff I own. Um, Jelly Rascals was in there. Blocksmith Labs is another one that I would definitely, I, I trust them as builders. Um, they've been kind of quiet lately, but I'm very curious to see when they're quiet, they're usually building over there. Um, don't want, I, I, a Galactic Gecko would also be another one that they, they, they you know, genuine articles in them over there. They're doing st cool stuff. Um, uh, Photo Finish and, and the Third Take team over there doing cool stuff. A monkey Baby Business we already talked about. There's there's a lot to like and sharks Sharky Fi has been doing really well yeah. and, and they're yeah. a loan platform and an NFT NFT Fi, um, even at seventeen point six right now, I still like them. I still I still yeah. think they're a good play and I I think they'll continue to do pretty well. So, um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, like there are plays that we are not a part of, guys. That I promise you, like I like. I would love to get in, um, and you know I've looked their way and maybe do some research before I ape into a tayo or something like that. No, dude, it's uh, I, I agree with all of those, man. It's just like, once again, in this market, it's like I would love to be a little bit more risk on. But right now, man, it's like you got to go with the devil that you know. <laughs> it's yeah. the ones that you don't. So it's like I'm not fading any of the projects that I didn't mention. It's just that I'm more confident in these vice other ones in the long-term aspect just because I know and more familiar with them. Because even I remember we were talking about Sharky Pie when it first minted, what, like several months ago? And I'm like, oh, wow, Sharky Pie is doing great. It's good to see. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious to see what's going to come out of them. But um, it, it's hard to fade them. They continue to do yeah. well. Oh, yeah. They're the go-to lo loan platform right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's a lot of plays on here. Um, you know, another one would be Cyber Frogs that I've looked towards, too. They, they've done really well since derugging and. I know Andy over there, um, who we will eventually get on the platform. In 2023, guys, we'll be having more interviews again. We'll be kicking those back off. But until then, we're just going to close out the year uh, strong with just the three of us, the three best friends that anybody's ever had. And, um, yeah, we're just going to crush it. So, guys, any closing remarks before we finish this show? No, nah, man. Appreciate everybody. Uh, I'm glad the stream worked today. Appreciate you guys freaking being willing to show up all the time, rocking this thing for 36 episodes. Still got a lot more to go. Appreciate the audience showing up all the time, watching the show, and happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody out there, man. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, any, any final remarks for the show before we sign off? 
I I uh, echo exactly what Dor said. Could have said it better. And be safe during the holidays. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Rare Flood Radio. We hope you have a very happy holiday season. Um, going into New Year, we will have our regularly scheduled shows next week, um, Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Assuming we don't have any more technical difficulties, but nonetheless, going to have our show Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. We will be kicking back off with podcasts as well. This episode will be uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The last one wasn't. It was kind of hard to rip the audio because we usually just download the recordings from Restream, but this one will. So we'll be going back to our normal schedule. We'll be kicking it off. We'll be going into 2023 strong, and I hope you guys have a very safe and happy holiday season. We'll see you on next episode of Rare Flood Radio. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace, everybody.